Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. KWTX at 4 starts now. Happy Friday. Thank you for being with us today. I'm Lauren Westbrook here alongside meteorologist Jillian Johnson. And if you didn't tune in to Midday with Julie Hayes today, you missed a good one. We have plenty of opportunities for you to catch it again, though. LSU women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey joined Julie today in her first sit-down television interview since a life-saving heart procedure. And here you see some of that interview on our set. Doctors discovered Mulkey had 95-99% blockage in an artery down the front of her heart. The Hall of Fame coach is now opening up in hopes of helping other women. I love that Julie's wearing red. Obviously, the go red for women is a big deal in our community and beyond. Love Coach Mulkey. I've loved following her journey from Waco to Baton Rouge, where I, I came from kind of yeah. flip-flopped when I came here, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more of the coverage tonight on KWTX. Yes. Excited she was here. Oh, same here. And I think one of the, the most amazing things that celebrities can do sometimes is make themselves more personal. And it's like share these stories and, you know, allow people to maybe learn from them or going through the same situation. So it's really cool. And yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yes. Got to watch your health. That's from Coach Mulkey. So you can look forward to that. And speaking of your health, let's get into our daily four with some news from the CDC. They're no longer distributing COVID vaccine cards, a former staple of the pandemic. You remember getting those, Jillian? Yeah, the white cards debuted in late 2020. It was a simple way for the government and vaccine recipients to keep track of doses and could be used to prove vaccination status for things like large events and international travel. The federal government no longer requires you to show your vaccine card when you come in from outside the country. So that's new. If you didn't know, most countries also stopped requiring proof of vaccination to enter, but the CDC says you should still check with your destination before leaving the U.S. Also, major pharmacy chains say you don't need your old card to get the newly updated vaccine. I still have mine, and it's, it's, here. it's hanging it's, on by a thread. Yeah, it's seen better days. <laughs> yes. Pull it a few times, shoved in purses and wallets. Exactly. <laughs> and the CDC says vaccine recipients, by the way, can get a digital or paper copy if yours is on its last leg like ours for those records from their state health department's immunization information system. I mean, what did, you know, you think about how many years it's been since we've had COVID and I know for me, my card is sitting in a drawer and my, me kitchen, too. you know, like, yes. and I'm like, oh, will I ever have to use this again? You know, so, well, now we are learning more about that. But I remember with the media, if we were to go out and about, this was when I was in Louisiana, you had to have one of those like it was just a piece of paper to say, hey, to say mm -hmm. I'm allowed to be out driving right now. It's that. just I often go, it's crazy we went through that. Yeah. It's just it's nuts. 
I know, we'll, we'll look back at like 10 years from now yeah. and be like, wow, all of that really happened. But hey, in additional news, this week, scientists Catalina Carrico and Drew Wiseman from Hungary and the United States respectfully won the 2023 Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine for Discoveries, enabling the development of mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. The prize, among the most prestigious in the scientific world, comes with 11 million Swedish crowns, about 1 million uh, U.S. dollars. Carrico found a way to prevent the immune system from launching an inflammatory reaction against lab-made mRNA, previously seen as a major hurdle against any therapeutic use of mRNA. Together with Wiseman, she showed in 2005 that adjustments to nucleosides, the molecular letters that write the mRNA's genetic code, can keep the mRNA under the immune system radar. So I think that's, I mean, obviously really important stuff, saved millions of lives, and oh, what a what an honor that would be to oh, win definitely. that win that award. But worldwide, yeah. So Nobel uh, Nobel Prize uh, well first were handed out back in 1901. So it's been a very long time of that. They were created by a Swedish dynamite inventor and wealthy businessman. Alfred Nobel, which is where the Nobel Prize comes from, and uh, they're awarded for achievements in science, literature, and peace, and later years for economics as well. And that leads us to number two in our daily four, because Iranian activist Narjes Mohammadi has won the Nobel Peace Prize this year. She is a human rights activist in Iran. She's been imprisoned. That's the interesting thing about this. For most of the past two decades for her fight against the oppression of women in Iran. Altogether, she has been arrested 13 times and sentenced to a total of 31 years behind bars, plus 154 lashes. Oh my gosh. Are we not so lucky, Jillian? Yes. Oh my goodness. Her latest charges, propaganda against the state and actions against national security. Her activism has continued while incarcerated. In August, she was sentenced to an additional year after giving a media interview and statement about sexual assault in jail. Now, she'd already been serving time for publishing a book about Iran's brutal prison methods, as well as a documentary film about prisoners held in solitary confinement, which Mohammadi herself has endured. It reminds me a lot of the courage and bravery of uh, Malala Yousafzai. You know, she has won plenty of awards and the bravery of these women that's, is just unbelievable. I, I think that's like the most simple word you can use to describe someone like that is just the amount of bravery that you have to have when you wake up and then throughout the entire day. So that Nobel Peace Prize is uh, very well deserved. Yes, and she knows what she's facing and she still wakes up and says, let's keep going. Okay, well that's courage too when you think about yes. it. That's just strength and courage and we definitely need uh, more people like that, you know, fighting for, for the right things in this world. Super inspiring, and that leads us to number three in our daily four. Uh, also inspiring, Jillian, what this telescope is doing in our world. I feel like month after month we're learning just about these new discoveries and yet another new discovery uh, from outer space uh, made by astronomers. New images from the James Webb Telescope have revealed planet-like objects in the Orion Nebula that are believed to be as young as one million years old. Now, again, when you 
you talk about space, that is pretty young. But the planet-like objects, dubbed Juice Jupiter mass binary objects, were found all on wide orbits around one another. Some of them are more massive than the planet Jupiter. The temperatures of these objects range from 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit to 2,300 degrees Fahrenheit. The objects also exist in Paris, or excuse me, in pairs. And uh, given maybe the in Paris, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> given the massive distance between them, it can take between 20 to 80,000 years for them to complete an orbit around each other. Anytime we talk about space stuff, it makes me feel even more small. And just the images that it's able to capture, truly beautiful, breathtaking every single time. And you're just like, wow, we, we live in this, this, this wonderful place. That That's a computer screensaver right there. It it's is. gorgeous. And Microsoft is going to like add yeah. that in. They should, right? Why mm -hmm. not? Web telescope, little... Uh, Featured there every once in a while. <laughs> yes, and you have talked about space science, you and the rest of the weather team mm -hmm. in Degrees of Science, which you can find on YouTube if you haven't checked it out yet. There are so many ways to explore what's going on there. Oh, and I think that it's a it's really cool to make your brain just like learn more and then it just makes you realize like what else is out there in this world um, yeah and again like I just said it just makes you feel so small whenever you can look out there and see hundreds and millions of planets and different galaxies and here we are on Earth, so. Yes, here we are, we're so tiny. <laughs> Taking a look at number four in our daily four, we're, we're kind of making a. Ooh, I know. Like a 180 here, Crocs. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Crocs because it's Croctober Whoa. for this company. They're going country, so maybe some of us in Texas can appreciate this. The iconic casual footwear brand is launching these Crocs classic cowboy boots. The company says the boots have been one of the most widely requested designs in their brand's history. Those will be available online at crocs.com and in select Crocs retail stores beginning October 23rd. I know what to get Gordon Collier for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> this is known as Croc Day. You'll have to act fast though. They'll be available for a limited time. Do you have any Crocs? Oh, I have Crocs. Yeah, they're like yeah. my yard shoes, though. So anytime I have to do like yard work or like pick weeds or anything, that's usually what I do. But mm -hmm. you know, they're like ugly cute. That's how I describe Crocs. And then those, it fits in that category for me. You're like, yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> I might make some people mad with this too, but I think Uggs are ugly cute. Kind of the same thing for me like with a Crocs. Chunky, a clunky, chunky shoe, you know. Yes. But it has good use. Yeah, I have their. Their little ankle rain boots. Yes. I have those yeah. and they're super comfortable. I that think helped me in the winter storm here. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I was imagining a bunch of like little kids at like a rodeo and they're all wearing these like croc cowboy yes. boots. I just think it'd be <laughs> the cutest thing. <laughs> I know. We're looking forward to it and they're they have sport mode. Oh. I'm, our producer is telling us about sport mode. Karina, I need Okay. The backlatch, if you put it up, is sport mode. Oh, oh, like our act. Okay, yes. And it's, Thank you, Karina. Yes, <laughs> you're able to go fast, and those shoes aren't going anywhere. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back. Well, if you didn't know, the Austin City Limits Music Festival has a big stage for the littlest music fans. Austin Kitty Limits will feature musical performances and activities for children of all ages. Actor, author, and musician Tim Kubart is one of the performers taking the stage this weekend in Austin. In 2016, uh, his album, Home, won the Grammy Award for Best Children's Album. So he is joining us now to talk to us a little bit about his career and his up upcoming show at Austin City Limits. So first of all, Tim, thanks a lot for stopping by. How are you? 
Thanks so much for having me. I am great here on a beautiful Texas morning. Perfect. So you're a New Yorker, as we just said, but <laughs> this am. isn't your first trip to the Lone Star State. You actually have a special appreciation for Texas and Austin. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I really do. Um, one of my best friends in the entire world, his name is Matt Puckett. We write all of our kids' songs together, and uh, he's from Austin, Texas. Uh, he's kind of moved back and forth between New York and Austin, uh, but I've done a lot of songwriting sessions here in Austin, so I fly down. There's such an amazing community of musicians here who are really inspiring, and uh, we've written a lot of our songs under the Texas sky. I've also come down a few times for the, for the uh, Austin Kitty Limits Music Festival, so we're really excited about this one. That is awesome. So this weekend you'll be performing at the Austin Kitty Limits stage. Um, what can spectators expect from your show? Oh, of our show, I, uh, true to form, I go above and beyond very often. Uh, we, uh, we're bringing along a 10-piece band uh, full of a lot of Austin, Texas musicians. Uh, so a lot of locals playing the trumpet and the saxophone. We have a violin player. It's just a, kind of a, a big sound, uh, but also Everything's really thought. What's what's good? What what uh, what visuals? What audios? What messages we have for the children as well? Yeah, and I heard from a little birdie that you're gonna debut a new song at Austin Kitty Limits. What can you tell me about this new song? Oh sure, our music is kind of taking a big shift, uh, and to talk about mental health for kids, uh, which is so important. And I look back at my own childhood, and I realize there are messages that uh, I wish I, that I received. Um, so we have a new song called Really Real You that's about when you make a mistake, even if you might hurt someone's feelings, to not feel bad about yourself uh, and to be able to, when you don't feel that, that um, feeling of anger towards yourself, you're able to help the situation a lot better. So the, the lyrics are, the really real you is not going to change from a thing that you do. So you know that in your heart, you're still yourself and you can help the situation. Oh, that is such a great message. Hey, you have traveled all over the world performing your music. Is there something special about performing for the kids? Oh. <laughs> For sure, uh, I would say it's a it's a different challenge than the times I've performed for adults because uh, kids are going to let you know how they feel if they if they're not enjoying the show they might just turn around and go do something else. Uh, so it's a real it's a real test to try and do the best work you can to uh, give them information and give them uh, something that they'll really appreciate, but also keep their attention and keep it fun and light and all at the same time. So what's the process um, or maybe the approach that you have? When you're writing songs for children, like what what is that like? Absolutely. When I get together with my dear friend Matt, a lot of times in Austin, Texas, uh, we talk about what's going on in our lives, what's really moving us and our hearts, and then we try and relate that to a story for a kid. A good example is our song called "Ready for You," that's about getting a dog. Um, but we were talking about how we're ready for a partnership, we're ready to take care of maybe even a family, and uh, we're taking such good care of ourselves we're ready for more and we're like oh that's a similar feeling to when you've you're doing a good job doing all your chores taking care of yourself brushing your teeth now i can also even help a dog at the same time so our songs kind of try to exist in both worlds like that oh yes we're all multitasking these days hey, i do <laughs> want to sure. mention that we have a qr code that goes to your instagram where else can people find out more about you and your music 
Sure, I'm definitely mostly on Instagram, uh, also on Facebook, Tim Kubart, K-U-B-A-R-T, and my website as well, timkubart.com. That's uh, that's updated all the time with all uh, upcoming shows and things. Also, please listen to the music on all of the platforms. We're everywhere. Um, K-U-B-A-R-T. Cool. Okay, so I think this might be kind of a hard question uh, because I'm sure there are many, of course, but who are some of your biggest musical influences? I love that question. Uh, I could I could name some kind of big, famous, like very uh, astute musicians. But in truth, I grew up on pop punk. I love Blink-182 so much. That's pretty much all I listened to in high school. So I would say that is my biggest musical influence. Uh, definitely along the way, I've, uh, I've gravitated towards a lot of wonderful songwriters as well. Jason Isbell uh, from Nashville, Tennessee. But um, mostly that kind of pop punk heart and vibe is what what started me in music. It's almost like a feel-good music, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you obviously have a great love and passion for music. What sort of steered you to children's music specifically? Oh, great question. Thanks so much. Uh, when I was in college at Fordham University, uh, it's a Jesuit university, so service is part of education. I was taking a class in, um, in women's studies, and I had to... Uh, a volunteer at a women's organization. So I was taking care of kids in a nursery uh, for women and children who are experiencing homelessness. And the first time I uh, played for kids was in this nursery. The director of the shelter found out I played guitar. He said, come play for the kids. I said, I don't know any kids songs. He said, we'll learn some. Uh, so I learned some, I showed up. And honestly, within the first few minutes of playing for the kids there, I realized this is what I do. So I tried to figure out how to make a career of it. I'm getting this really upbeat, you know, feeling from you. It kind of makes me just keep smiling throughout this interview. But I know traveling and performing all the time, it, I, it, it's not easy. What drives you? What keeps you motivated? Coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> this is what I this is what I do. It's what I love. Uh, it's it's um, it's it's the thing that I, I, I want to make more things. I want to perform as much as I can. So traveling and um, doing it as often as possible is what brings me joy. So there's there's really not much else. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other things, but I when there's when there's something I need to get on a plane for, of course, it's what I love to do. I want to go do it. Yes, it's kind of like a labor of love, right? Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right, so hold that thought. Um, we're not done with you just yet. We're going to come back in just a few minutes, and uh, you're going to treat us to a song, right? Sounds good. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be we are back with Grammy Award-winning musician Tim Kubart, and as promised, you know, we've got a musical selection. Tim, so what are you going to play for us today? Uh, I'm going to play a song called Superhero. This is actually uh, the first song of this project, um, and we're celebrating its 15th year. So this weekend we're doing kind of a stripped-down acoustic version of this song. So I thought I would bring this song back after many years. Cool, cool. Okay, cool. ladies and also, gentlemen. It's, it's called Superhero, so it's like we talk about flying and things like that. Yeah. I'm wondering if everybody at home, if when I get to the chorus, I'm going to let everyone know, we can put our hands up in the sky and we kind of go back and forth like All right. this. If, if I love like. it. You can feel free to join as well. Perfect. Go. <laughs> Goes like this. I'm sick of problems that I've seen. Sitting around and doing not a thing. I've got a plan and this is how it goes. I'm going to get some spandex pants. A belt buckle and a sweet headband. 
my initials so that everybody knows. If you're in trouble, you can just shout help. I can hear you clear with my supersonic ears. You've got nothing to fear. Let's probably put our hands up high like this. Here we go. I'm gonna learn how to fly and shoot rainbows out of my eyes. I'm gonna be a superhero. Oh, oh. I'm gonna need a cool sidekick. So I'm teaching my dog to sit. Bend spoons just by thinking really hard. Gonna have a cool old base, chock full of stickered passageways. Whole things buried under my backyard. If you're in trouble, you can wave your arms. I can see them from a million miles away. And you don't have to wait, hands up high. Let's fly. Besides, gotta learn how to fly. Shoot rainbows out of my eyes. Gonna be a superhero. Oh, 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 okay. This is the part of the song where everybody all sings along and the words are just na na na. And uh, I'll start it and then everyone can join along. Here we go. Na 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 na. Just like that. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Very good, very good. 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 Oh, 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 na, 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 Oh, my gosh. Okay. Nice work. Thanks for the help. There is no way the kids would not enjoy that. I uh, had I such a, a blast. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. So um, I know it's going to be such a great show. Again, you can catch Tim this weekend at the Austin City Limits Music Festival on the Austin Kitty Limits stage. You and your little ones are sure to have a great time. Tim, thank you so much for you know, sharing your gift with us today. Thank you so much for sharing yours. All right, have a great day. See you. Finally starting to feel that fall weather. It'll feel good at the fair along with this new season. This month also has some new video game reels. Hardwired's Andrew Hamilton is getting started this October this download by getting you into the spooky season mood. You find yourself in a dark forest. Fog rolls in. You start to feel a pressure. Suddenly you hear a twig snap in the distance. What could that be? It, no, it can't be. You run, but it's too late. It's, it's, it's an unrelenting release schedule of incredible video games coming to you in October. And nothing is scarier than the overwhelming amount of games in the last few months of the year. Luckily, I'm Andrew Hamilton, and I'm here to guide you through some of the best games the game industry has to offer in your October download. Boo! The name's Pikachu. Kicking the month off is Detective Pikachu Returns, which sees the uh, the return of uh, D Detective Pikachu, obviously. 
The wise-cracking, coffee-drinking Pokemon mascot is back to solve yet another mystery with his partner, Tim. Now, don't get confused by the lack of Ryan Reynolds' voice in this game, as it's a sequel to a 3DS title, not a follow-up to the hit movie. Team up with other Pokemon, grab an extra black coffee, and hold a magnifying glass up to your adorable little mouse eye. When Detective Pikachu launches, or rather launched, yesterday, October 5th, exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. We've completely overhauled the drive-in experience. The Forza game series is back on its hyper-realistic racing simulator routes, take on dozens of new tracks and inclement weather, and hundreds of extremely expensive new cars that can be tuned up to your liking. Boasting an insane amount of accessibility to make the game more welcoming to newcomers, Forza Motorsports looks to be the live service game to end all live service racing games. It's also going to be a fantastic graphical showcase for what an Xbox Series X can really do. This is the all-new Forza Motorsport. Strap into the million dollar seat of a car you've only ever Googled when Forza Motorsports launches October 10th on Xbox Series S and X and PC. For like the second time this year, we've got a game that says, what if guns but magic? Which granted, two times isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. Wizard with a gun sees players taking on enemies in a survival loot and shooter. Players can experiment with spell combos, collect resources from the world, and craft unique enchanted ammunitions for their arsenal of guns, all in a bid to survive. Swish and load when Wizard with a gun launches October 17th, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, and PC. Next, get ready to go on a trippy adventure to the Flower Kingdom with your favorite crew of Mario characters and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. The Italian plumber boys are back on their 2D platforming grind, but things are a little different here. Mario, Luigi, Toad, Yoshi, and Peach and others take on new enemies, tricky platforming levels, and some truly bizarre new abilities. I mean, look at it. Wow! Need I say more? Let's go on an all-new Mario adventure when Super Mario Bros. Wonder releases exclusively for the Nintendo Switch on October 20th. Spider-Man. From Super Mario to Superhero, Marvel's 2018 Spider-Man game is perhaps the greatest superhero game ever made. With incredible web-slinging, a well-acted and engaging storyline, and some truly fun combat, there isn't much I thought that they could improve on. But then here comes Spider-Man 2 with not one but two Spider-Mens. I mean, would you look at this? Near instant fast travel, an expanded take on New York, enhanced traversal, wingsuits, and ooh, the Venom suit. Spidey taking Peter down a path that's gonna lead him into a direct conflict with Miles. You have no idea. And yet, despite all these improvements, I'll spend 92% of this game taking pictures of Spider-Man. I need photos, photos of Spider-Man. When Marvel's Spider-Man 2 releases October 20th, exclusively for PS5. Lastly, what would spooky season be without a great spooky game to put the fear into you? Alan Wake 2 is just that game this October. With its eerie Twin Peaks vibe, incredible atmosphere of dread, it's sure to scare you. Take on a multi-layer narrative to solve the mystery surrounding strange happenings with fantastic acting and incredible attention to detail. Following the success of Control, Remedy Games has really been on a hot streak and this looks like another thriller that's going to be a hit. Step out of the dark when Alan Wake 2 launches October 27th for PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and PC. And also these great titles. That I do not have time to talk about because I have to get pictures of Spider-Man. There are too many good games, which hurts my wallet. Uh, but it also means that there is a game for everyone. 
And that's pretty great. If you like what I do here, be sure to head over to Hardwired's YouTube channel and subscribe. But until next time, I'm Andrew Hamilton for Hardwired. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.